0: Welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And we're here for our Review and Rank series for 2023, and today is all about Moldova. Yeah, Moldova, one of Australia's favourite countries at Eurovision. Mm, Who would have thought, hey? (laughs) I have to say, Moldova is one of those Eurovision nations that definitely punches above its weight, especially in recent years. In the last five contests, they've made the grand final four times with three of those entries making the top ten. Jesus, isn't that good? Yeah, and I knew it, they were good, but when you say it like that... And wow. the other one, Sugar, got 13th, so really, really good. Now, in 2017, they did score their highest ever finish with third for Sunstroke Project and Hey Mama, and they are coming off another top ten finish with Zadob Shidob and Fratelli Advohil finishing seventh place in Torino, including second place in the tally vote in the grand final. A fantastic effort. Oh god, yeah, they just they're so
1: good. And it's not just Australia loves them, Europe loves them as well. And there was something we worked out a couple of years ago that if you worked out GDP and per capita and combine it together, <laughs> I can't remember the math we did on know, Moldova is the best. And that was before they got the result last year as well. So that's super impressive.
0: Only some crazy fan blog would even work that out.
1: Yeah, I've, I've we've left those days, so <laughs> that's <laughs> that was too much. <laughs> All right, enough about Moldova's GDP per capita. <laughs> yeah, cool. uh, who do they have
0: this year to keep this streak going that they have? Well, this year we have Pasha Parfeni and Suarez Shaluna. <laughs>
1: Alright well let's talk about Pasha. Um, he's 36 years old and a lot of people will know him from his 2012 appearance at Eurovision where he finished in a very impressive 11th place. Again a good result for Moldova there. But he had had quite a few um, cracks at trying to make it to Eurovision before that. He actually was part of Sunstroke Project all the way back in 2008 as one of their vocalists they missed out going to Eurovision at that point. Then he went solo. He lost out to Sunstroke Project in 2010. Ooh. He lost out in 2011 from making it, but he did make it in 2012, as we mentioned. Then he wrote the song for 2013 with Aliona Moon, was on stage on the piano, and came 11th again. <laughs> He then wrote a song for Dore Dos, who was in Eurovision in 2018. He wrote that in 2015. Sadly, that didn't make it. (laughs) Then he went in it again in 2020 with My Wine for himself, where he finished runner-up to Natalia Gordienko with her song Prison Mm. Before Sugar in the cancelled year. And then finally, God, he's just had a lot of Eurovision in his time. He made it back to Eurovision again by winning the Moldovan national final, by winning the jury. And the televote beating sunstroke project he got his revenge and also aliona moon so it's a small world in
0: moldova but they all know each other and they're all very good yes and they don't mind recycling an artist either do they well he's been in about yeah. half of that my god <laughs> it took forever to get through good on him i'll pay him for his uh, persistence there for sure i'll kick us off with the pros on this one dale now there is a very big market for this sort of genre, I have to say. That blending of traditional elements with a dance beat has always been very popular at Eurovision, especially lately. And I think this brings a real flavour of the region, which gives it a whiff of authenticity.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. I've got pretty much that down as well. That Moldovan flair is there, but also that kind of instrumental use, which is, uh, dare I say, a little Go esque cool. in its kind of execution. So I think there's some elements there that he's putting in. Now, also, we've got to talk about him himself. You just heard it. He's an experienced performer. He's been around Eurovision. He's been around competitions. This ain't new for him. There's a whole bunch of new artists. He's coming in, eyes wide open, knows
0: exactly what he needs to do. Yes, I had experience down as one of my pros as well. I'm going to also say here, there is a good deal of staging potential here. No doubt they'll be leaning into the traditional aesthetic as they have done all season. And this will make it very Eurovision in uh, inverted commas. And people do really go for that. The backing singers with the horns, the little person playing the flute, it's all very, very Eurovision.
1: Yeah, he's got a lot of bones to work with. And I don't just mean the horns on the head of the backing (laughs) singers there. There's a lot of bones to work with it. There's some zaniness he had in the national final. It didn't suit the small stage. I think there's a lot they can do with it. And I pretty much put what you've said there with staging. Just more that they can kind of do anything. They've got that instrumental break to do something with. So you've got a canvas there to do something kind of wacky but controlled wacky or zany or just impactful anything that can grab people's attention is there
0: all right dale let's get on to some of the possible drawbacks on this one now unfortunately i just don't think this song cuts it i think there's a catchiness to the chorus for people to hang on to but apart from that i think it really just relies on the visual to keep you entertained for the three minutes because if you listen to those verses etc there's not an awful lot there Yeah, I've kind of said here that behind that kind
1: of, I guess, Eastern sound in inverted commas and what people like from Eurovision, there's just not a lot there. There really isn't. And I think it's a bit rinse and repeat. And this is a type of song that should absolutely sing to me. If anyone has listened to this podcast over the years, (laughs) this is the kind of stuff I will just fall in love with. And I don't feel much about this song at all. I can recognize what it's doing. And I think he's putting some elements together here that make sense. It's almost like a tick box of what's been working. But when it's come together in this execution, it's
0: lost a bit of soul. Hmm. I've got here, and I think this kind of relates. To me, it feels like a bit of a rehash of quite a few other entries that we've had in the last few years. And unfortunately, it doesn't come with the same sort of energy level. I don't feel this is offering anything new or interesting. I kind of feel like I've seen all this before. And when was the last time that that flute was really prominent, Dale? Oh, last year's winner.
1: Yeah, I think there's something here where we're almost, like, this kind of reminds me of, like, an Eastern version of what was happening with Scandi knockoffs, right? Like, of all the Swedish songwriters who just went and wrote a million entries for somebody else, and it loses your soul and loses the good elements of it. I feel there's a little bit here. I'm not saying he's done something deliberate here. I just feel like the influences have come into it have just starting maybe to feel a bit tired unless they're done very well. And I think it's done okay. I just think the execution just needs to be a lot stronger.
0: Yeah, it just feels like to me like it's missing a wow moment or something to set it apart and give it some individuality. I just feel like it plods a bit, but that's just me maybe. Of course, I've also got here, Dale, tricky running order. Now, they're wedged between Israel and Sweden. <laughs> now, this could make it look very average. On the plus side, it could also drag it along. You know, we've seen that with voting in the past. I guess we'll see, but I just don't know if it's going to come up well between those two.
1: Yeah, and look, if it does get through to um, the grand final, which it, it definitely can do, let's just be honest, the jury's going to just destroy this. Moldova struggled all the time when they've brought something better than this. So this is going to just get absolutely trodden on if it actually makes a grand final with the jury. And also, I just want to mention the little person representation. Look, I think any representation is obviously good. I just think it has to be done in the right way. And this just feels a little, uh, let's bring something wacky on, a little 2000s in its approach. And I think there might be a lot of people who love that. But I actually think there'll be a lot of people who might actually be turned off by that as well. I know I'm looking through very Australian, super Western eyes, but I don't know. I think a lot of people have moved on across all of Europe on that.
0: Yeah, I can see where you're coming from on that. Well, as always with our review and rank series, it isn't just about the opinions of me and you, Dale. It also includes the Aussie Vision team and what have they thought of Pasha Puffini?
1: Well, let's see. While well, we've always said Australians love Moldova, do they love it this year? The Aussie Vision team has ranked Moldova in 11th place. What?
0: <laughs> oh, my God. What is going on? What is going on with these rankings? I, just, I thought you might find that a bit shocking. Okay. Yes, very shocking, Dale. Wow,
1: 11th. Well, well five top tens. Okay. <laughs> Which I really wish your facial expressions could come through in an audio format. Um, only one in the 30s. Ooh. Most of people had this in the teens. So there's obviously some ingredients here that are definitely singing to the uh, team for sure. Yeah,
0: it is about those ingredients, isn't it? I think it's about that vibe. All right. So who are we listening to from the team today? We're listening to Laura and we're listening to Guy.
2: Swarale Shiluna is a Eurovision classic already with its folk meets EDM instrumentation, a call and response chorus, and a dance break that is sure to get the crowd jumping out of their seats. I just love that flute solo. I know that genre combination sounds familiar already, but I think it will be more of a shun than a fulen, as Pasha Parfani is a very experienced live performer and a Eurovision veteran. I am confident he will deliver his song just as well on the Eurovision stage as the Atapa Nationale stage, if not better. And, whether you love it or not, The staging is very memorable, and the song is super catchy, even if you can't understand the lyrics. While Swaralia Shiluna won't quite have as much of the element of fun that Moldova's entry had last year, it's got far more polish to it, which is sure to give the entry more jury appeal. All in all, Moldova punches well above its weight at Eurovision year after year, and this year is definitely no exception. Bravo!
3: Well, Pasha is back this year and with quite a different song to his 2012 entry, And something a little different for Moldova, we love Moldova's quirky brand, but you can't do the same thing every year. And if they're doing something different, I'm loving that they're bringing these modern, traditional ethno vibes. When that beat and the flute kicks in in this song, it absolutely bangs and it pushes all of my buttons. The way they presented on stage is really captivating, and I'm sure they'll take that to a whole other level on the Eurovision stage. Some of the live performances so far have felt a little bit like they didn't have the vocal mixing right, so it didn't quite have the same kick as the studio version, but I'm sure that's something that'll be completely ironed out by the contest. The first semi-final is going to be really tough, but I've got a feeling they might just scrape through with this one. I'm loving it, and I can't stop listening to it.
1: Well, look, I understand where they're coming from. These parts of the song are great. They've worked well. They're things that we've both loved in the past and the, and people have loved. So I can see why they're jumping on particularly this kind of uh, modern, folky,
0: idiom, flute, um, riff coming in. They're loving that. Yeah. It's like reading a recipe. If I read all the ingredients, I'm, I'm seeing, you know, ethno-bop, I'm seeing traditional, I'm seeing dance beats, I'm seeing a, an experienced performer. This should all work, definitely. So I can see why people really, really enjoy it. Now, I've got a question.
1: Yes. Are we missing, because I'm just going to, like, preempt what we're coming to hear a little bit. Are we missing something that obviously the team's getting?
0: No, oh, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, clearly we're missing something or they're enjoying something that we're not valuing as much. Put it that way.
1: Okay, fair hmm. enough. Well, that might be a good time to move on to our Rap and Rank.
0: Ah, I'll kick us off on this one, shall I, Dale? Alright, as you can probably tell from my earlier comments, this entry does very, very little for me. I find it lacking in originality and lacking in the energy that a song like this really should be bringing. I do, however, actually think it is a pretty good chance to qualify with the right kind of presentation. However, for me, take away the kitschy staging and visuals, and I don't think there's much here at all, or well, certainly not for me. I've ranked Moldova in 33rd.
1: Ooh, 33rd. Yes, 33rd out of might, the 36th. You might be the lowest or close and lowest. Well, someone's got to have some sense to. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I'll start on my one here. Look, there's a lot here I do like. You know, I do like the hooks that it has. I do like that instrumental part of it. There's a lot that I definitely like, and it should be fantastic. But I just I just don't know how this is going to end up. You talked about the ingredients before. I'm looking at it. I'm kind of not feeling it now, but maybe presented and cooked it by a different chef at the actual Eurovision stage. When it all comes together this might just click and I might turn around and say, this is in my top five. <laughs> like yeah, this yeah. is the kind of, it's there. And I'm just not feeling it all come together yet, but it certainly could, but it could also be a big old hot mess of just, or maybe not even a mess, just a bit dry and just a bit nothing really. So I'm, I'm feeling very conflicted by the whole thing. When it comes on, I, sometimes I enjoy it. Sometimes I just want to skip it and get past it. But there's one thing that definitely happens is I never seek this out even close to and I should so look I don't mind it it's come in a 28th for me
0: okay so a little bit higher than me but uh, it doesn't say you're too keen on it which is quite surprising because you really do enjoy this type of music
1: yeah I'm I'm waiting for it to click and I do think it could and I do agree with you I think it I put it down as a qualifier at this point for sure Um, it will be about the staging and the performance as often as it normally is but I think it's borderline so brings it he'll get through
0: Yeah, and Moldova normally bring it. So, yeah, I think this is definitely
1: not dotted dead on arrival or anything like that. Oh Well, look, I think this has been one where we have agreed, but the entire team have turned around to us and said, well, we disagree, and you're out of touch. They're gaslighting us, Dale. (laughs) I've had enough. They're gaslighting us. The children, they're wrong. (laughs) They're definitely wrong. All right. Well, look, thanks so much for joining us. Interesting pod there. And um, I guess we'll end up seeing where this falls. Yes,
0: thanks so much for joining
1: us. See you later.